listening to a podcast and it was like sparkling water and you hear the ice against the glass and he's like do you hear that gina do you hear that gina you're gonna have to edit all this out do you hear that gina (laughs) and she's like actually i enjoy the sound and i think our listeners will enjoy too so i'm gonna keep it in there and you just hear hi guys how your week been because ours have been kind of crazy it's been everywhere girl So if it feels like we're whispering, we kind of are. We're definitely in a yoga center. Yeah, and a little karate place and a fucking therapy place downstairs. Mm. So we'd have, this is definitely our indoor voices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're definitely going to do like a little passing of the phone situation when we talk. Just so you guys can hear us much more clearly. Um, yeah, we're going to get this started. Sorry for all the background noises, but you know the vibes. Hopefully you can at least hear us. I'm helpful. <laughs> okay, David. Let us know how you week been. All right, y'all. So, today is Thursday, and first off, yeah, damn. When was the last time we recorded? Was it Thursday? Friday? Mm-hmm. I think we recorded Thursday, but posted Friday. Am I bugging? I think. Was that when you were doing your cleanse, your phone cleanse? No. No. I don't even remember. But, um, y'all, I started a new job because the other place want to be terminating me after I fucking put my two-week notice in. Like, what the fuck is that? Did you try to do unemployment? No, because I was like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. So, I um, started working. I'm a little pasta maker. That shit's chill as fuck. But, yo, my feet, my knees, actually. My knees hurt. Not my feet, my knees. Mm. But it's cool as fuck, y'all. Yo, last night I had the most beautiful conversation with my sister And I just have to share this because it was crazy We're in bed, the lights are off, we're like getting ready for bed And she starts asking me questions And like before that she was talking about how one night for the full moon I was like charging my crystals And she's like, I'm like, you're a special girl She's like, no, I think you're special so she starts talking about the Milky Way and how it smells like raspberries and that she thinks that's where we come from. And I go, did you listen to my podcast? Because I said that. Really? I s- remember in the podcast when, or was this a conversation me and you had? And you was like, something, something, where do we come from? And I was like, I think we come from the Milky Way. And then we go back down. And oh, like yeah. after. I've never, I've never had a conversation like that with anybody else. And I'm just like, when I tell you in this pitch ass black room, I look over and I'm like what yeah like did she say she listened to it she's like no like why is a 12 year old listening to our podcast yeah, it could be cool it can be cool but she's not listening to a podcast at 12 wow. and i was like wow literally i was like what the fuck i kind of just had i had a moment in my bed <laughs> i was like this is this was it was gnarly it was like this is way too surreal right now I had to share that with y'all because I think little kids are very special yes. and they be ha- they they're tapped into their potential in their fullest point, especially girls. And then I think obviously things happen and then like they they come a little disconnected. Yeah. But I was like Naya, don't let anyone ever dim me light, girl. Um, that's a moment I had to share because that shit was beautiful. Mm. Two, I got a car. I'm on the road. 
I'm on the road. Are yeah. you driving actively now? Like pretty actively. Like I didn't drive here. I took the bus here. But in today, I because I fucking don't want to be dealing with traffic, That's and good. I'm trying to figure out tolls. I don't know how that shit works. Tolls? Yeah. What do you mean? You get your oh fuck. You get the little toll passes. I gotta get Easy that. Pass. Yeah, I gotta get that. I'm not there yet. But you don't have to go toll routes. You have ways. Download the ways. I can app. download ways. Cause I was gonna use a Saturday to mm-hmm. come up here mm-hmm. to drop Nioko's gift off. So that's what I'm gonna be doing Saturday and I gotta work here in the morning. So I was gonna do that. Ways app, you go into the settings and you can avoid tolls. Only thing is rides get super long all of a sudden. That's what I'm trying to figure out. They go from like fifteen to thirty five minutes. I remember. Oh, and you coming from AC, right? Yeah. This, We're very the route that they're gonna take you. I already disgusting. know. I know. You know that place. Yeah, that's it's why. Like the, the bumps because it's the back of the trucks where the trucks yes. go. Yes. Oh, I, I already know, so that's why I'm like, either Garbage. I suck it up and just fucking wait for that shit to get sent to my house and deal with it or what. But yeah, y'all, I did that. Um, I'm trying to think now. Damn. I feel like I had. Like oh, made. I'm sorry, y'all. I feel like I had so much happen in this week. Yo, this weekend I attended a yoga, a social, a social activity yoga like workshop. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful. So it was Friday up until Sunday. What does that mean? So, it means I literally figured out my two worlds put together. So. Y'all know, if you don't know, I have a certificate in holistic health. I'm very into, like, yoga, wellness, all that good jazzy stuff. And I have my graduate, um, so my bachelor's in global studies, political, economic, social, economic, culture, all that good stuff. And I've been trying to find the bridge of merging those together and how to do that because it's polar opposites. When I tell you that, that this what the, that's what this workshop was about was social action, social, um, social, I can, it was about being pretty much like an activist in social setting, in yoga settings because, or even outside of that, but mostly in yoga settings because yoga is catered to white people. Everybody you see there is white people. They have taken an Eastern practice and very much whitewashed white it, capitalized on it. And it's pretty much learning how to use your voice, gain some knowledge, and bring pretty much, like, when you do a yoga teacher training, and I remember, like, it was clicking afterwards, you're kind of learning your asanas, you're learning your eight, these eight limbs of yoga, you're learning these other things that are kind of preparing you to be a good citizen, quote-unquote, but, like, these beliefs and practices, and you're putting that, and she used all that and put it in a social world. And that shit was crazy. Like, there's the the Barangita, mm-hmm. and it's a story of this guy who has to fight his son mm-hmm. because they're trying to take his what his parents left him pretty much, and he got sent away and couldn't come back to his country. And then they seen how he was running when he was allowed to come back. He was running his part of the world, like, his part of the country pretty well. They went to war, and he literally was like, I don't want to have to do this to you because they seen how good he can be. And then how fucking bad he can be, like savage mode. Mm-hmm. And that shit was beautiful because I was just like, yo, she, I had to ask her, I'm like, how, how'd you come up with this? Like, how do you think of putting these two things together? She goes, as a black woman and being a black girl and growing up and having my experiences, it just made sense. She used to be the fucking governor, I think, of North Carolina, too. She has a degree in social work, a yoga teacher. I was like, that's fire. Woman, ma'am, 
you're kind of like why don't you ask her to mentor you i thought about it but she lives in north carolina so i'm trying to figure out how that would work like i want to message her afterwards that's what i was thinking because i was like yo the way this like really worked like what she was talking about a beautiful she also offers this thing called l i think it's called like i don't know i'm pronouncing it wrong but it's like this book i looked it up because i've never heard of it it's this book and only certain people learn how to read this book and if you look into this book it tells you kind of what your soul life purpose is supposed to be and she offers that fifty dollars for and and she'll tell you so i'm like i want to reach out to her again one two i also want to figure this out because i'm a gemini so any gemini listening to this it is very hard to find one thing you like and stick to it i'm an ear signed and i want to be able to do everything I don't want you to tell me that I just have to be in an office all day, 9 to 5. No. And I know I don't. But the fact that I can't really concentrate and focus on one thing at a time and I want to be doing everything, I'll start little projects. Okay, on to the next. You know what? I know someone like that. Except he was a fire sign. Maybe he had a lot of air in his chart. That's a thing, too. Yo, fun fact, y'all. So I've been trying to figure out how to read my natal chart. Yeah. I learned, I learned so far, this shit's very complex, but I learned, I think about, I have a lot of Aquarius and two houses and two signs, Uranus and Jupiter. No, Uranus and Neptune. Wait, what do you have the most of in your thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fucking with me too. He's fucking with me, but I know the class don't end yet, so let me see, y'all. Um, because I was trying to figure out food, mm-hmm. because... Y'all, if I, I, I like, I shouldn't be talking like this, but I eat, I eat bad. Gemini, 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 Aquarius, Capricorn, Pisces, Virgo. So it's kind of like air, Aries, Fire, Taurus. But yeah, so I got Aquarius and Uranus and Neptune. And Uranus, Uranus, I think, in having Aquarius was talking about food and how I like to be a lot of, I need to be active as fuck. If not, I'm prone to be an obese mm-hmm. and just overeating. Wow. Yo, I started going back to gym. I started going back to gym. I'm, I love it. I've been killing it. I've been doing it. But y'all, I've been eating like crazy. <laughs> y'all, my like sweet that. tooth is crazy. Thus, thus that. Let me see, y'all. I don't think was I here for my the surprise for my mom's birthday. I think you told us last week. Was it last week that I told yeah. y'all? Okay, okay, and that was this weekend. That was this weekend. I talked about Monday how I started work. Tuesday was a nice ass day. I got to learn. Okay, and then yeah, Tuesday I attended this like little mental health fucking webinar seminar thing, and it was nice because I feel like. I got to see me use my voice. I literally was like, hold on, wait. We need to acknowledge the fact that this woman is categorizing her mental illness as quote-unquote a disability when she needs to know that it's a part of her mm-hmm. and work, make it work for her. It's not defining her, depending on obviously how severe it is, but just reward it. So I think that was my week. And then just in some moments I wanted to highlight, I think that was it. What up, y'all? What's the vibes? How y'all feeling? Let me know in the comments down below. Just kidding. Um, I did indeed write a little, little note for y'all. All right, let's take this. Let's take this back to Friday. 
on friday we filmed the podcast i found out that my aura is primarily blue second i I can give you all the quiz um it's primarily blue secondarily violet i'm gonna read this to you and tell me it don't sound like me tell me it don't sound like me hold on give me a second um who is it nana nana's aura is also primarily blue i was like i knew i liked you i knew i fucked with you hers is secondarily green i think though sorry i got something in my eye i got y'all sorry i got something in my eye it's fucking with me i can't see give me a second where you at okay it's called auracolors.com i'll send it to you auracolors.com so blue Blues are some... Oh, damn, I didn't screenshot the whole thing. Whatever. Blues are some of the most loving, nurturing, and supportive personalities of the life colors. They live for their heart and... They live from their heart and emotions. Their purpose for being on this planet is to give love, to teach love, and to learn that they are love. Wow, that sounds kind of crazy because you were talking about you're a love warrior. My purpose is to be a warrior of love. I was like... Okay, um, their priorities are love, relationship, and spirituality. No, because that's really me. Okay, and the blues are traditionally teachers, counselors, and nurses, basically the loving nurturers and caretakers on the planet. Blues are constantly helping others. They want to make sure that everyone feels loved and accepted. People are, mm, people are always turning... People are always turning to blues for comfort and counsel because blues will always be there for them. They consistently provide a shoulder for others to cry on. So that was the part that I did screenshot. I didn't screenshot all of it. But yes. And my secondary color was violet, which was also really dope. But I'm not going to pull that one up. But if you guys want to take the quiz and find out what you are, or colors.com. Yeah, it's cool. Um... Also, I did another one of those filters, like those your soulmate filters. I've been doing this a lot lately. It's been crazy. One of them tried to tell me that my soulmate, my soulmate's name starts with an S, and I was like, "You're capping. That's a lie. Get out my face." But the one that I do agree with says that my soulmate is a Pisces. I love that. Yeah, Pisces is actually. I'm actually a compatible with Pisces, Taurus, and Capricorn. I cannot see me with the Taurus. I told you I met a Pisces and I like him. I like him. I watch that into being the one that's okay. Watch that be true. I could see you with all of those. Especially you like if you like a Scorpio, you'd like a Pisces. We're water signs. And plus, Pisces are just the evolved Scorpio. (laughs) Sorry, y'all, to intrude on your day, but I've never dated or interacted with a male Scorpio. The only Scorpios I have to deal with. Okay. Maybe in them cool, they're cool motherfuckers. Two Pisces. I'm gonna punch them in the fucking face. A male one, especially. Why? You can't base it off of just one Pisces. Pussy bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry to whoever that was directed to. You know that y'all are like wise, old signs. 
a cancerian y'all just soft on the inside and hard on the outside i can dig that that's fine whatever we be doing that it's okay <laughs> wait a that's cancer a that's... cancer that's what it is you're compatible with all water signs am i yes I those so. are the three fucking words. every time i get a reading that's what they be saying every fucking time that's why I'm we get along times and they every time it's all three of them is that because it, so are all yeah. gemini's air because so. no, everything is all different but because i know i think when you do a regular reading on a gemini it's like compatible sagittarius and then pisces after it's because we're opposite mm-hmm. oh wow okay well that was fun <laughs> saturday okay so saturday i went on a walk oh my god that morning so that morning my grandma like knocked on the door it was mad early so my every day i wake up at well it's supposed to be five but lately i've been waking up at four by myself with that alarm because i don't think my body's adjusted to the time change because it four used to be five yeah. you feel me so when i try to wake up at five it feels like late because it used to be six this time Jason, is just fucking weird but so right i wake up i go brush my teeth through all of that stuff and then i do my yoga i meditate and i write and i write with a little lo-fi whatever my grandma knocks on the door while i'm in the middle of the writing phase of my morning she's like hey move the car blah 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 and i was kind of annoyed at first i was like oh it's fucking up with the feng shui but it actually ended up being magical and it reminded me to have grace in your day because you never know when something can seem like an inconvenience and it ends up it ends up putting you in the space of having a new experience and a fun experience and a beautiful experience so anyways i move her car and then i was like you know what i'm just gonna go for my walk now because after i write i'll do my walk but it's usually later it's usually around like eight seven eight but it was still like super early the sun was still just peeking into the sky and i walk into the field and it's mist all over the field it was those that day i took all those pictures mist in the field it was so fucking beautiful it was so beautiful and i wrote i went on a walk that felt like love and magic i happy cried so many times and i felt so affirmed and loved and held and yeah and so it's just a reminder of like whenever something feels like an inconvenience maybe having a little bit of patience and grace and you'll find out that it's not an inconvenience sorry they're making so much noise and i'm upset okay i know y'all hear them um and then i wrote what do you worship yeah and that's just an open question we were talking about this yeah um that's just an open question to you guys just to think about like what do you worship and maybe you don't take that in a religious sense maybe it's not like oh i worship god or i don't know but just just having that question and maybe not figure maybe not trying to answer it so quickly maybe just sitting with the question and allowing everything to come up that will and just you know um and then also i wrote psa mental health illnesses are the proper response to living in a sick society. <laughs> I get that. I got that from a TikTok video and it was so fucking good. I was like, period. Period. That, that was, mental health was all, like major all this whole week mm-hmm. because one, why are we calling a mental illness and not a mental disorder or a mental like adapting to what is happening in this world? And Also, why are we going to call it a mental illness if the society is the thing that's sick, not the humans? And yes, and that's what causes these humans to be this way. And why are we demanding things that we've caused upon people? And not helping them? why are we medicating them for problems that 
the society cause instead of trying to change the society for them and why are we sitting here just literally feeding them these pills that are going to continue to make it worse and then we're going to sit here and fucking charge them and get them back in incarcerated which is adding to this problem so it's more money it's giving the way we're left and this is a capitalistic system it's giving sabotage it's giving sabotage <laughs> It's giving you're not sick, the society is. Okay, you're welcome. Um, and then for Sunday, I said, go watch both Pocahontas movies right now. I said, mandatory assignment. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. <laughs> because during, I think it was either the Sunday walk or the Saturday walk. At the end of it, I finished listening to The Alchemist for like the hundredth time. I've listened to this book once a week. Um... And at the end of it, I was like, I'm going to listen to that song from Pocahontas. It, like, paint the colors of the wind or something like that. Mm. I'm listening to it, and I just start fucking crying because the words are so good. They're so good. I was like, why are they giving this to me as a kid and not making me sit down and think about that shit afterwards? They're so good. There's one part where she says, basically, you can own the the earth, but all you'll own is the earth if you don't understand. Like, it's just so fucking good. It's so good. So I wrote down mandatory assignment and you have to listen to the song while reading the lyrics if you don't feel awakened or like you need to cry after listening to that and watching those movies we can't be friends i don't make the rules i don't make the rules okay i don't make the rules someone else does i don't i just you know so that's what y'all gotta do let me know if y'all do it if you don't don't period and then so i'm gonna do a little shameless plug of my youtube channel so on sunday i posted another vlog yes i've been consistent recently we love that and today i filmed the video that's going up this sunday which is not a vlog it's a series so last year i did a birthday series and so i decided to make an annual thing so i did i i'm gonna drop video one of that series on sunday which is basically just reflecting on my past year of life my 22nd year of life as i enter my 23rd it's a good one it's it's a good one it's a heavy one because i talk about my year of life and life don't always be light um and there's definitely like i think trigger warnings and that and so yeah only listen to it only watch it if you feel like you're in the space too but it definitely is a good one i don't leave out anything i tell oddity oddity but it's really good um so yes check out my youtube channel it's obviously i'm money del valle and i wrote down what memories do you need to release and let go of again like don't feel like you have to answer these questions i think some of the best answers come when you don't even expect it like when you just sit with a question and you just allow it to like just don't don't decide where it ends don't decide that you know it don't decide that you know the answers like just allow them to come up um again what memories do you need to release and let go of that's something that i was sitting with um let's see (laughs) for monday i wrote down talk about shrooms am i wanting to try it so psychedelics are in we know it's the 70s part two everything comes back and i've been wanting to do shrooms which is crazy because not that long ago how long was that 
definitely less than a year ago, I was looking at my former partner like he was a fucking drug addict for saying that he wanted to try shrooms. And here I am like, you was right. I want to try it too. We should have just tried it together. <laughs> but I'm going to try shrooms. I'm letting everyone know um, in case I don't come back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what? If you want to plug, so let me know. Oh, yeah. Valid. Um, it's going to be a fun experience. I feel good about it. Um, and then for Tuesday, I said, Tuesday was my birthday. So this body turned 23 years old, 23rd solo return in this body. Crazy. Very blessed, obviously. Not, uh, you know, not everyone gets to make it to 23. So I'm grateful for that. Um, I said I felt so loved this day and had an amazing birthday, even with starting a new job. And even the new job, that day was fucking perfect. Everything about my birthday was actually really great. Um, which is crazy because I woke up really sad. I had the birthday blues, and I tend to get that a lot, actually. Which, it makes me want to think about why the birthdays just instantly kind of make me feel a little bit sad. Um, and it's probably connected to a memory. Actually, my favorite number is number seven because that's the first and last birthday party my dad ever went to. My seventh birthday party. He didn't bring a gift. He came late. And I didn't see much of him. And now, thinking back, I'm like, oh, he's probably doing drugs. <laughs> so he's probably like, Deveo. Um, but he came, and that meant a lot to me. So, And that's actually the first time that I realized I didn't like Hubba. Wow. Like, I felt like I... Okay, so, what was I listening to? The Mastery of Love, I think. And it talks about, like, the conditioning of kids. Mm-hmm. And how a kid, like... I don't, I'm not even because that's a whole another thing that's going to take a while to unpack. But I just realized that I didn't like him because I was dancing. I was being a kid. I was playing, having fun, right? And he was upset at the way that I was dancing. And so I got in trouble on my birthday in front of everyone because I was dancing and playing. Right. So that's the first time I realized, oh, I don't like you because you punished me for playing. That's how my little kid sees it. Little kid mind sees it. Um, so it says, can't trust this person. But that was a lot. But maybe that's all why I feel sad on my birthdays. Then I wrote down and I said happy birthday. My ex said happy birthday to me in the lamest way. He said have a lively day. That shit was lame. Okay. And then on Wednesday, (laughs) my second and last day of the job. And I said go on a a capitalism rant. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I did. I literally, yo, sometimes I just be like talking to Deja, and I don't mean to, but I'll fucking rant, bro. And then I, it's not rant because like we really be going like, because I don't know, but at the end I'm like, damn, did I, did I like jump? Did I, and did I like, am I taking unnecessary, like, I just, I don't know. I just want to be aware of like not taking too much of your energy. So when I do that, sometimes I feel kind of like guilty a little bit after. Because I'm like, fuck, like, was that too much? Should I just kept that to myself? <laughs> but I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, we were having a whole discussion about fucking capital. It's so good. I almost wonder if there's a way that we could record our conversation and add it to this. Do you think? Did you say that? Yeah, I don't ever let them delete. I have it on save. But can I save them, or do I have to like um, screen record? Because I think if you have them saved, all you gotta do is play them, right? It should just play mm-hmm. them. okay. And, like, screen I think or I think I'm gonna do that. Phone over record, like, voice yeah, 
Okay, so I'm going to add these, and that way you can hear that whole thing, because they were really great. Like, that whole conversation was so freaking good, and we touched on so many good things. So we're going to add that. We're going to add that right now. What's up, y'all? This is Editing on Mani, and I just wanted to let you guys know that, unfortunately... We couldn't add the voice messages that we had exchanged talking about capitalism and all of that good stuff. But if it is something that you would like to hear us back on and we'd like to have a whole podcast episode on, we could definitely do that. Just let us know via our Instagram, underscore sprouted ID, or either of me or Beja's personal Instagram, DM us, you know, the vibes, and we can definitely do an episode on capitalism for you guys and our thoughts on it um yeah okay does a breakup equate to a failed relationship does a breakup equate to a failed relationship Mm. hmm i feel like this can be a yes or no Mm. (laughs) and i peep the voice change y'all it's yeah <laughs> very much closed we are back full fact but aside from that i think yes and no but nine times i feel like damn could it be yes okay i'm gonna i'm gonna break down my train of thoughts yeah so i'm saying yes because i think when you reach a point of breakup you're breaking up because something's not working one two not always necessarily because i feel like you can break up and it can be agreed upon but then i feel like that still kind of equates to the it wasn't working out for both of us and that's the reason why we chose to break up three is i would say no because even if you decide to break up it might not have been like a necessarily quote-unquote fail I think it's more like it could have just been we were over or does like we're just not failing anymore. And does that mean like it was failed? I don't think so. No. And then. So maybe it sounds like I'm, I'm leaning more towards a no right now because, yeah, I don't think like even when you break up, even if we're going to look at it outside of like, you know, platonic, I think. Oh, I'm starting to think about it too much. Go ahead, give them what you feel. Because I feel like, I don't want to say, like, maybe it's the word fail that's fucking me up because I feel like things come to an end in the relationship. One, because we're not communicating effectively. We're not really expressing what it is or we're really not able to meet each other as time goes on and we're growing and, like, we're maybe not, you know, meant to be for one another. And that to me is not really a failed. So I think that's why I think fails tripping me up because I feel like it's a necessarily need to end for those reasons. That's why I'm like, maybe not. And then I'm thinking if those are not the case is, and I think it's more of like shit really went left and we had to end it, then I don't, I don't know. I don't, wouldn't call it, I still wouldn't call it a fail. I was like, that's just like too much heat. And it was like, it just had to end, you know? So I don't, I wouldn't say like a breakup necessarily means a failed relationship. I just think it means either we were meant to come to that ending point Two, we were 
a little maybe toxic for not one another could be another word for heat of the moment and like it being hot and spicy and it having to come to an end or I think I think that's it yeah because I don't I think yeah I think that's my point that's valid um I would agree I think I don't I also don't um I don't think that a breakup equates to a failed relationship for a number of reasons. One, I I don't think you can fail in this life. I think everything is in perfect timing. I don't think you're ahead or behind time. I think you're always at the right time. So I think failing would mean that like you weren't on divine timing. So I yeah, you definitely aren't failing. Also, even if you do decide to define something as failing, then I would consider that failing forward because if you left something that was no longer serving you, then you're not, you know, you're not down one. Like you're mm-hmm. you're in a good space. Yeah. I also think that you can't fail when ending a relationship because I don't think that's fair to the relationship. I don't think that's fair to the good sides of the relationship too because at the end of the day, I guarantee you're not the same person at the end of it that you were in the beginning. So that means growth happened. So if you're saying that you failed because you guys broke up, then you're overlooking all the growth that happened. You're overlooking all the beautiful moments, the memories shared. Even if it what even if it's the most toxic relationship, I guarantee not the entire thing was toxic. And there's probably some beautiful ass shit that happened. Um so I think that's another reason. And also I don't think the end of a relationship any relationship is a failure because i think it's a beautiful thing i think that means that you're moving to a different phase of life because i think that the relationships you have in your life and the people that you have in your life are just a mirror of yourself in that moment of your life so if you're moving on from any relationship friend family um partners partner or partners um i think that just means that you're moving into a different stage of your being in this life Mm. so how is that a failure you know like if i'm growing and if we've outgrown each other that's beautiful if i realize that this was toxic and we left that's beautiful if we're no longer if our love for each other doesn't isn't as magnified as it used to be and we notice that that's beautiful first of all hello reflection we love that that's gorgeous um so i really don't think no i don't think a breakup equates to a failure so then that makes me think why why do we glamorize the pain of breakups breakup song yeah okay Okay. i'm talking like yeah breakup songs movies like the breakup scene be fucking long as hell it'd be like and it's almost like this universal agreement of like oh breakups are the worst they hurt tub of ice cream like Mm -hmm. that whole like weird ass trope that you see in movies it's like i wonder and, and this has been a thing that i've been realizing recently if it's agreed on socially if the whole world seems to agree on something it's usually bs it's usually bs so every time i feel like something's widely agreed on i'm like damn this is probably bs let me sit with this lately it's been the idea of social uh, social soulmates so now i've been sitting with that recently because i'm too many people like the idea of soulmates and i'm like oh something's wrong with this i gotta sit with that <laughs> like <laughs> what okay one i feel like you highlighted 
an amazing point is how when things come to an end, it's, you said a reflection, but I, I would like to, it is a reflection. I never thought about it like that or like the person you're with and how it's, it's a reflection. I always kind of say it was a lesson, a learned lesson that you needed to learn, mm-hmm. which provides for the moment of reflection afterwards. So I feel like it can never be failed because you're still one growing from that experience unless you choose to hold on to it, dig deep and whatever, and dig yourself in that black hole. But if you're choosing to grow, reflect, look at it and be like, okay, wow, this was quite bullshit, but it wasn't always bullshit. It was beautiful. And I learned something from it and be like, okay, lesson learned. Two, I think... Also, the whole relationship can be beautiful and you still break up. And you can still break up, yes. Yeah. Because I think as we're growing and we're evolving, which adds to this whole BS of... or where everybody thinks everything is forever. Nothing mm. is forever. Mm. Can we get that out of our minds to think and realistically? Because I feel like, honestly, I think that's what fucks relationships up. Any kind of relationship is this idea of forever. Because you think you're going to be there with somebody forever. No. One, a person dies. We mm-hmm. all die. That's one point. Two, if you are not putting in the work, if you are not showing up and effortly and choosing to be in this relationship, presently, spiritually, emotionally, sexually, every aspect that needs to be there... What do you expect? It's going to come to an end. Someone's going to walk away. Someone's going to realize that this is not meant to be for me at this time because you're not showing up. It's going to end. And I think having this mentality of it being forever, I think hurts a little. You're not really showing up as you should be because you're like, you're going to be here forever. You're going to be here forever. So it's kind of fucked up to you and the individual that you're choosing to interact with because it's like you're half-assed there, you know? Um. I think glamorizing a breakup. I think it. Approves. Wait, wait, hold on. We can't just. We can't just. <sighs> oh, you can't just going. go over that that point right there. The what you said about like thinking that someone's gonna be there forever makes you not show up fully for them. Wow, I got chills repeating that. That is so. Yes, that is so. Yes, that is so. Yes, yes. Okay, it's sorry. it's yes no because it's true and I think the glamorizing part of a breakup. I love the good music. I love, like, I love the good sad song musics. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, can we acknowledge that how painful, disgustingly that part is sometimes? I guess depending on how the breakup goes, that's just not pretty. Sometimes it's not. But I think looking at it as like a flower growing on cement, I think that's kind of how we can describe it. Because you're going to grow through that painful weird you know part because you're healing and you're growing unless you're choosing not to do that but i think even when you're not doing that something still kind of comes about like it's something out of change something out of give here but like i'll totally agree with you because i feel like (sighs) i think us being such social creatures and wanting to sit here and like be together on something mm-hmm. i think we all experience a breakup or a fallout or something like that mm-hmm. that we can sit here and share our experiences with it and i think that's the only thing we seem to be so comfortable with doing mm-hmm. and having music that relates to it i think adds wow. to it and seeing movies and people it, it relates to our emotion of connection that it seems like we're hopping on a bandwagon of like i just went through a breakup like oh my god girl you want to come over and like we can sit down and have some ice cream and like watch this movie and blah, blah, blah. like it seems like it's a way to connect over emotional pain Mm -hmm. and nine times out of ten like let's be realistic people are always talking about cheesement or some bad shit or just negative nancy type of things and we're never really reflecting on the good highlight stuff so i think this adds to like us being 
on a social wave of being the same or mm. being in a box. So yeah. that's my point. That's a really good point too. Like when we do connect with people that we care about in order to like help us heal or connect in that, you know, in that, in that pain, I think it's so important. We really don't be reflecting. We really just go ahead and bash on that person and bash on all the parts that were terrible. And I think the biggest reason for that is because be honest, when you're in a relationship, you don't tell people about them lows until Ooh, after the relationship. Yes, girl. You really keep that shit to yourself. And honestly, I think that's I think that's okay because yeah. when you tell, especially if someone tells me, if you or Gigi told me about the shit that was happening in your relationship and it's not good, instantly I don't like him. Instantly I don't like him. Instantly he's public enemy number one. And it'd be the tiniest thing. And so I get it. So sometimes I don't want to say stuff about things that are going wrong because I'm like, damn, them they're gonna fucking hate him. And <laughs> he's not you don't have to hate him. But um so I get it, like holding some of that till the end, then you're like, girl, and I didn't even tell you about all the shit that really was going mm-hmm. down. But I think it's important. I think what you said is important about like switching the conversations at the end instead of it being like a shit show. It being more of a reflection, and like having a full view of the, uh, yeah, the experience, the relationship that was gorgeous. Because I also feel like when we're talking, like on that kind of note, I think, I don't know about you or how you conversate with, like, I don't, and I'm not sure if it's like a girl to girl thing, but I feel like maybe when we're conversating about a partner, like in this like specific context, I feel like it's always like a seek of advice or Mm. that's what we're hoping for but in reality what we're getting is someone else putting their own lived experiences interpretations onto something you're going through so then it kind of ends up going bad which adds to the negative nancy part or adds to this downfall of a spiral of could be a failed relationship for that is um when in reality we're just kind of trying to talk and like connect but it doesn't always go like that so yeah that's the thing, though. I think we get too comfortable with asking one person opinions of, like, everything instead of finding the person for each opinion that you need. Which is unfair to that person. <laughs> yeah, it is really unfair. But And then also it's unfair to yourself because mm-hmm. if I'm asking you everything, you're not going to be good at answering everything. Yeah. Like, I can ask you about some things. I should ask someone else about some things. Like, have a genre for each of the person. Okay, I know this person's really good in this area. Or I know this person's really unbiased in mm-hmm. this area. Instead of, like, me going to you or Gigi for every single thing, of course... I should, probably shouldn't take everything you say with a, you know, with all of myself. I should take yeah. it with a grain of salt because it's like, okay, you know, Valid. they're gonna start projecting their mm-hmm. lived experiences. Valid. I love that. I, yeah, I love that. that's I love that. valid enough. Cause I'm, but then it, it makes me have like a contradicting moment. Cause I'm like, wait, but I definitely heard that like you shouldn't be going to other people for advice or seeking certain things. Cause then it leads you being indecisive when it comes to certain. I think that means that you don't have a solid sense of self. So I guess you you gotta take it like. With, with a grain of salt what you're bringing you yeah, feel me and what yeah. you're seeking for and what you're hoping for and what you're sharing because it can go left or right and it depends on what you're also i feel like if you're finding yourself being indecisive after after asking people's advice on things that means a couple of things one <laughs> your sense of self is probably a little off so maybe that's a place to start mm-hmm. but also maybe you're asking too many people for mm-hmm. advice and so it's so many differing opinions yeah. it's like damn i don't know what the fuck to do and it's usually people you care a lot about so yeah. you, you know their words are heavy and so it's like damn i really want to take everyone's opinions into account and another thing about asking people's opinions is you, you kind of give some of your power away to them mm-hmm. because when you don't do what they told you to do 
it's, it just gets, it, there's a lot of gray area. They start to feel like they kind of own the situation as well as you. And if you don't take it and then it, it ends up, they were right. It's kind of that I told you so moment. So, that yeah. Is, a yeah, lot. that's a smash right back into your face. Holy shit. Because I feel like we sometimes know what we want to do. We're just kind of, mm. I guess, trying to get a clarification. We always know. We always know. But we're just always like, mm, maybe, mm, mm. and yeah. then you bring it to somebody and you're like, okay, can you help me? Like, yeah. But it's like, no, girl, or boy, or anybody, non binary. You know what you want. And you just, you just gotta go with it because you, you already know what you know. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I think. I don't think it's failed. Yeah. It sounds like it's a lot of moment of growing, reflecting, and like kind of just like being with the ebbs and the flows and the yes. motions of something that's not so easy because i think any type of relationship involves a loving part you know like really giving yourself fully and i don't think that's easy for anybody truly Mm. it takes a lot but i think just like being with that experience and seeing it for each moment that it is allows for the afterwards so kind of be like wow that was still a nice learning lesson like maybe we can be friends yeah it was still a good experience it was yeah it was an experience whether you say good or bad because like i feel like even on you know reflecting on moments that i've had that weren't so jolly good i'm always still like there was still good in this you know Mm. like something still came about this so i think like not deeming something bad or good because nothing's ever just bad or good nothing is bad (laughs) or good period yeah no it's a construct it's not real no it's like there's gray area and we just do shit to make our little not our little brains our brains understand and cope with this analytically but it's really Mm. not just good or bad y'all yeah it's an experience that you felt emotions and feelings which ain't easy to explain sometimes also, like, these type of... Any relationship is life is just really... In life is really... It's just multidimensional. There's too many layers mm-hmm. to try to chalk it up to failed or past. Like... Yes. yes. Girl, where's the nuance? Um, <laughs> no. it's That's just not how it goes. Uh, I agree. I wonder what you guys... What you guys' thoughts are if... A relationship comes to an end, does that mean you failed? Question mark. Yeah. Not you, like maybe, that. or did it just fail completely on both ends, you know? Not the pressure just solely on you, gonna be? The Did the relationship fail? No. No. Your an- the answer is no. There's a right or wrong answer. It's no. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, then there gotta be one person to fuck off, okay? <laughs> but yeah. Damn, that was quick. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on in this podcast? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, same. That's all I wanted to talk about, too. Well, guys... Let us know what you think. As always, feel free to hit me or DJ up. Or check out our Instagram. Did we tell them about the Instagram that we made? Oh, my God. I don't think we... Did we? We kind of, like, threw it in there. We've been reposting it, but, like, we ain't really... Guys, if you don't know, now you know. We made an Instagram for Sprouted, and it is... Who called it? Oh, probably Grandma. Yeah, she did. Twice. Damn. Um, my phone didn't ring. Did you have it on Do Not Disturb? No. No. Damn. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Sprouted right there. Okay, so the name is underscore sprout ID. Same as you know, little little uh, switch up from what we have on our podcast. But follow the Instagram. We will be posting so many things. Like soon, we're gonna start doing a little filming, right? Oh my god, yes. There's so much to come, y'all. Just like yes. a little meme action. Me- yeah, me. Back scene, behind the scenes. <laughs> behind the scenes some quotes yes some proms photo shoots of us you know just you know that for y'all
Just wait for it. Get into it. Okay, but yes, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you for your time, for your energy. Be well. Enjoy the rest of this week. Stay safe out there with this eclipse coming up, y'all. Ooh, girl. <laughs> Remember, just let it go. Just let it let, let it, it go through. Let it all you. release through you, y'all. Mm. And just really be well. Stay hydrated. Mm. And moist. <laughs> I feel that. Okay, guys. Bye. See you next time. Thank <laughs> you.